Hey y'all, welcome back to Chats from the Blog Cabin. The show where I invite people into the blog cabin to chat about life. I'm Melissa, your host, and I also own the blog cabin. Let me give you a little backstory before we get into this episode. It's episode 50. So it's a very special episode where the tables are turned and I'm the one on the hot seat having to answer the questions. When I first bought my blog cabin in 2018, I never knew that it was going to be what it is now. I'd always dreamed of having an office outside the home. Yes, even though my office is only 50 steps outside my back door, it's still an office outside the home. I honestly did not envision stepping out of my comfort zone and into my purpose with this podcast, Facebook Lives, and YouTube channel. I've always been the one that's kind of been behind the scenes, behind the camera, never in front. But something happened during COVID that I think a lot of people need to take advantage of. A lot of people see COVID as something that just is so bad. But there's so many positive things that could come out about it. I know you're probably thinking positive. What? During a pandemic? Think about it. You're spending more time with family. I'm outside exercising more than I ever did. If you'd asked me six months ago, I would not be walking three to four miles a day. I barely walked a mile a day. Now I'm up to three to four. I created a mastermind this year, something that I never would have thought about creating. So COVID has done a lot of positive things. Now don't get me wrong, COVID is is an awful, awful, awful pandemic. Because of the number of people that are dying, the number of people that are getting sick. But it also makes you rethink. Rethink your steps. Rethink about what's going on in your life. Rethink everything. So when I decided to do this 50th episode, I wanted to do an episode that was amazing. That was a little bit different. So I asked my friend, Lisa Rigoni, who is a life coach, to come in and ask me questions. And I have all the former guests on the show ask me questions as well. They submitted their questions and I am on the hot seat answering them. So you know what? I hope you really enjoyed this 50th episode as much as I enjoyed doing the episodes. Thank you for being a great listener and a great family. And you know what I need you to do right now? That's right. Start listening.
we are partying for you episode who knew when i started back in what march March this was gonna be 50th and still going strong it so is excited people are listening people are excited yeah um, I asked my good friend Lisa, who was in the challenge with me, to yes. to host this episode. She is going to be asking me questions that I had former guests, and she has a few that she's thrown in too as well. So, Lisa, I'm going to hand it off to you. Melissa, we're going to have so much fun. These are all the questions, and I I cut them out of the pages. I had like four or five, six pages of questions from people who have been on the program. Some of them have asked a single question. Some of them, they're multi-layered questions. So you'll have to just do some um, some quick thinking here. Okay. She, she has seen the questions. So we will throw that out there. She has no idea in what order they're going to be read. Neither do I, quite frankly. So it's going to be fun. We're excited. And let me be one of the very first to say congratulations. This Thank is you. quite a beautiful milestone. And I'm honored to be a part of it. So here we go. And these are people who have been on the show, correct? Yes. yes. Are there some in here? of those who haven't yet, yet been on the show? Nope, I'm saving that for the 100. All right, oh, all right, we're gonna have a date on that night. That yep. sounds great. Okay, so we have a question from North Carolina author, Sandy Brannon. Hey, Sandy. Uh, if you could go back in time to your first day as a blogger, what advice would you give yourself? To write more than a paragraph for a blog. Why is that? I actually have a blogging mentor group that I started um, right after I did the Nikki Cozy Arcs one one thing. I started it during that time, and honestly, I would I showed them because they were like, "Oh, your blog is like you have so much done on it." I'm like, "No, guys, it was a hot mess. <laughs> it was. I had like maybe four sentences, and that was a blog post. I mean, really. So I would definitely go back and write more. Okay." And you still can, and we'd probably all go back and read them too, just so you know that. Yes. All right. Jenny Bell from Fayetteville Visitors Bureau. What has been a lifetime lesson you've learned about marriage and sustaining the spark? Making time for each other. Uh, all right. That's good. Even when you don't want to, even when you don't like them too much, you got to make time. <laughs> During the good, the bad, and the ugly times, right? Exactly. That's exactly. what it's all about. Yep. Excellent. All right. And Julius James, he was one of the men in the race panel, which was amazing. Um, concerning Black oppression, how would you help to change things in your neighborhood or city? That one's a real question, a really deep question. We could hit that one all night. Exactly. Honestly, I think by just interacting and showing people how to be kind to each other and knowing that it's like what I taught my girls is to respect people. Don't look at their color of their skin. Of course, they may notice that it's a beautiful black woman or, or a handsome black man or adorable black kid, but don't let that be how define how they treat them or define how I treat you. 
because it's not. That's one thing that I don't see. I see the beautifulness in everybody. It's all from the inside out, right? Yep. It is. It is. Great advice. Tracy from the Tracy Vasquez, Coke or Pepsi? Neither now. If you'd asked me a while ago, it would have been Mountain Dew. But now since I've started eating healthier and everything, it's straight water. Every once in a while, it is a sweet tea because I am from the South. But Okay. Yep. That's, that's fair. So when you were drinking soda or pop, I don't know. I'm in the Midwest. We call it, we call it soda. What do you guys call it? So is it everything you call? It's the same. <laughs> that was a very random question. All right. Melissa Harrell from rccforyou.com. What made you get into blogging? A friend of mine was actually blogging, and she's the one that told me about, you know, you're doing the same exact thing I'm doing. So, and it was a deals coupon blog, and I got burned out so quick on that. I almost nah. it. But then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do lifestyle. And since then, 2011, going strong. Since 2011. That's amazing. Kristen from Tabletop Media Group asks, I would love to know more about your love life. I love stories about when you meet the one you love and how you knew he was the one. Actually, so that's, that's the first part of her question. Okay. Actually, it was one of those Hallmark moon, Lifetime movies moments where, you know, you meet the person and you're like, oh, I, I, I love that love and everything. And yeah, it's one of those, one of those movies that make you want to puke. But no, that's I story. love them. They're great. That's our story. Um, his brother actually introduced us and he had just come back from Mexico from visiting family. And we were working at the same um, grill. Um, where actually my daughter got married at, so it's all kind of like, and I can't That's remember the exact spot, um, but I just saw him and I just knew, and he knew we were um, engaged by December. We met in May, the end of May, beginning of June, engaged by December and married the following April. That's awesome. Your story follows mine a little. Yeah, and Maddie came along in September. Mm -hmm. hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh. And then she has a second part and career related. What got you so interested in ag would be fun to share with your followers. Actually working with my best friend, Emily at her farm and listening okay. to her stories and just seeing what the farmers are going through right now. And people mm. are really like, they're the backbone of society and nobody seems to realize that they're yes. the backbone and everybody wants to dump on them, but they're the ones that are sustaining. Yeah, it's true. Without the farmers, we have no food. Exactly. We have a lot of things that we take for granted. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's, that's wonderful. Tiffany from the Mrs. T. How did you begin gaining your knowledge of all things frugal? Honestly, I stayed home when my girls were little. It wasn't until, let's see, no, let me take that back. I worked until Maddie was two and a half and I had Michaela. And then I okay. stayed home until my, Gracie came along and went to school. And that's when I started teaching. So I had to find ways to make the dollar stretch because when you're raising three girls and you're not working, it's, <laughs> but I, 
both my husband and I placed the more importance on me being home when they were smaller instead of being in the daycare. And the decision was made when Maddie was two and a half and Michaela came along because my mom had kept Maddie and she just said, I can't keep two. And that was basically our decision mm. that for me to stay home. Yep. Very good. Speaking of Emily, Emily from Odin Farming Company. What is your biggest professional regret? That I have let anxiety and fear control me for too long. Because ah. look at how from March till now, how this chats have grown. And if I had just started this sooner, I would be so much further along in my journey than where I am right now. So I'm going to just pop in a question there. How did you overcome that? What made you just start? It started back on uh, 20, I want to say 2018 when I made a solo trip to Fayetteville with, um, I was meeting a group of Raleigh bloggers. This is my first time on an interstate by myself because I know a lot of people think it's crazy, but I used to have major anxiety from driving because I'd been hit too many times from the rear oh. um, because rear end accidents are no fun. So it's like gives me major anxiety when someone rides your bumper and stuff like that. Yeah. So I took a solo trip and then honestly I turned 50 and it was like, boom, I just needed to start doing what God planned for me to do instead of hiding. That's awesome. That should give encouragement to people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Valerie from partnership for children. How did you start blogging? When were, when you were younger, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a lawyer. Oh. I wanted to be a lawyer because my dad was a cop and I wanted to go into the law profession, but that didn't seem to work out. And then I went and I actually was a teacher for a while and I did a lot of public relations. I majored in English and communications and public relations in college. So gotcha. yeah, and I just started blogging because somebody told, like I said, one of my friends said, Oh, you're doing what I'm doing already. Why don't you make money doing it? It's crazy. Aren't you so glad you made that decision? Yes, very much. <laughs> That's great. And Lee from the Yellow Dog Ranch, what's the one thing you learned from being a mom that you advise a new or soon to be mom? To be open to have conversations with kids, with your daughters or with your sons. I mean, honestly, it's very important to be open and and be able for them to be able to come to you because the relationship I have with my girls is not the relationship I had with my mom because I swore that I would be more open and let them conversations, even though hurt feelings come, we do cry. Like we have huge cry fest whenever all three of them are home because we like get in deep and it's not surface. It's really in deep, but we all know and respect and love each other. So that makes a big difference. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. All right, Linda from Linda Eats World uh, asks, what's on your food bucket list? That one's kind of, I don't know, I'm kind of picky about food. I, Are I, you? I used to be very, very picky when I was little. Would, would not even eat meatloaf. I mean, I hated meatloaf, but now I would, I love meatloaf to death. But yeah, I could take it or leave it. Probably my food bucket list would be maybe some real good pasta from Italy, actually going to Italy and eating the homemade pasta or homemade pizza from Italy. 
That sounds delightful. Yeah. And I'm hungry, so it sounds really delightful because I haven't <laughs> had dinner yet. <laughs> All right. Rada has a series of questions here. She's from Simply Southern Girl Charm. How did you get your start blogging? We've kind of hit that a couple mm -hmm. times, so we'll move forward. How did you meet your husband? We hit that. Kind of yeah. hit that. What do you do for fun? If you had asked me a year or two ago, I would have said sit in front of Netflix and eat and watch and be a couch potato. But now, actually, my fun is actually going out and taking long walks in nature and just observing God's beauty. Mm. And sometimes my husband's along for the ride. I mean, I love it when he goes, when we're able to go someplace where there's water, because water is like my calming force. Yes. So, yeah. That's amazing. With my girls, because my girls crack me up anyways. <laughs> That's good. Okay. Her, she has a couple of other, three more questions. We'll see how they are, if they've already been asked. When you started blogging, what was your biggest struggle? Getting out of my own head and the comparing, comparing myself to other bloggers, because that's huge. Oh. The blogging world is you compare yourself. And that's what I try to tell my group is you can't compare yourself because it's apples and oranges. Yeah. So why do you think that? Is it experiences? Is it what makes it all so different? Everybody has a unique perspective and a unique approach to things. And when you take that away, you just become a, a cookie cutter of what everybody mm. else is. I actually had one person tell me a long time ago that I couldn't write what I wanted to write on my blog because it was out there for all the world to see. So, yeah, I'm like, it's my blog. Why would I not want to write? Yeah, Susan Davison just popped in saying, yes, comparing is huge, and it is. And Susan is a blogger, so she definitely knows that. And she also says, congratulations. So, very good. Um, what led you to blog? You already talked about that. Um, what is your favorite childhood memory, Rada asks, also? Honestly, I would say anything that had to deal with my dad. Boston Red Sox games when I was little. We, my parents are from Massachusetts originally. Okay. And I'm here in North Carolina. I was born in North Carolina. My dad was a Marine. Um, I'm so proud of the fact he served. But we would take um, a month off in the summer. My dad would take the first week off and the last week off in the, in the month. He would drive us up to Massachusetts, leave the car fly back home and then fly back up the last week and then drive us back home. But always during that time, he would always, my uncle would always get us tickets to the Red, the Red Sox at Fenway Park. It may have been nosebleed seats, but it was like the best time <laughs> ever. It was That's amazing. My, my favorite uncle, by the way, my uncle Billy, who was, like, was absolutely my favorite uncle and my dad. And sometimes my sisters would come along, but we'd always sit there. And it's just that special time with my dad that I cherish forever. That's beautiful. How many sisters do you have? I had three. One died when I was pregnant with Maddie. Which... Okay. Okay. Cammy from Cammy Kennedy Coaching says, if you could travel anywhere and do anything like a queen, what would it be? I would travel <laughs> private plane, charter plane to California okay. to visit my daughter. And my son-in-law and my adopted son, Paul. So. <laughs> That's awesome. He's serving in the Marine Corps right now. And 
San Diego. Mm. Okay, that's great. Ashley from I Am Fab Ellis has a couple of questions here. Let's see, what has been the toughest hurdle you've had to overcome in your marriage? That's one really hard because every day there's, you know, you know, marriage is not perfect. Anybody that claims that they have a perfect marriage <laughs> is lying to what? you. Yeah, what? they're lying. That marriage is not perfect. There's days where you're like, you're sick of them and you don't want to see their face ever again. And then there's other days where you can't get enough of them. But I would say the biggest thing overcoming is I would say finances. I think that's the biggest struggle with everybody. But with my husband who came from Mexico, so he didn't know, he didn't have a lot. So if you watch the episode with my daughters, they said they learned how to handle money from him. Cause I'm not, honestly, I'm not really good with money and I am working harder and harder every day to become better with money. But if I see something I want and it's, I have the money, then I don't go back and forth on it. I just buy it. Whereas just do he, it. <laughs> he sits there and he like, tries to see, okay, if we're going to have enough money, how much money's left in my bank account? Oh no, it's too much. Da, 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 da. You know, you know how that goes. So I would say, yep. All right. Um, Ashley's other question is, what is one thing you haven't covered on your blog platform that you would really love to do by the end of 2020? Ooh, that's a great question. That is a great question. I've kind of covered it a little bit, but immigration. Immigration, I want to go out and do more about immigration because there are so many misconceptions about immigration as far as people think it's so easy for people from the poorer countries to get into the country. It's not. I mean, my, when Maddie was in kindergarten, my oldest was in kindergarten and Michaela was, I think two and a half. My husband had to go to Mexico to fix his visa and his mom and dad were going to come back with me to take care of Maddie and Michaela or to help take care of them. So I could work. And they wouldn't let them in the country because they didn't have a piece of paper from their bank, even though they had visas and they were admitted because they didn't have a slip of paper from their bank saying exactly how much money they had in the bank. They had to turn around and go back across the border. So it's not, as easy, it's not as easy as people think. No. Huh. This is from somebody that, you know, pretty well. Lisa from Lisa Rigoni Coaching. Oh, I wonder who that is. Who is I that? wonder who that is. Asks, what would people be surprised to know about you? What would they be surprised to know? Hmm. hmm that one's kind of interesting. I cry at the drop of a hat. I cry at I'm, I think there was like one Nestle commercial that I would just cry <laughs> crying. Um Obviously not loving my daughter fiercely because that's pretty obvious in, with everything around me. Um, yeah. I'm a huge animal lover, but that's not that obvious either. I mean, that's pretty obvious. I fight with myself a lot. I really do. Fight with yourself. Mm -hmm. That's so hard, right? Yep. So who wins? You, yourself, or you? <laughs> depends on the day right right depends on the day exactly it could be the evil one it could be the good one it could be the one that anxiety ridden one it just depends you know 
And we all have a lot of caution to the wind and just go with the flow. Do it. Well, I know a lot of us are glad that you threw caution to the wind and are doing these chats from the blog cabin. So let's continue with some of your participants. Essence Heal from Essence of Closets. What is the one place in the U.S. that's on your bucket list to visit? Obviously, I said California because my daughter's there. But I yes. would love to go visit like a dude ranch because, you know, I'm super into cows and farm animals and stuff yeah. like that. So I would love to just maybe not do all the chores that you have to do on the dude ranch, <laughs> but just go and visit like. And don't just, you want the full experience? No, no, I don't think I want to pick up cow food. Sorry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so maybe wear a cowboy hat or a cowgirl hat and some boots. And yeah, that would yeah. be your, okay. All right. Yeah. Jill Allen from Jill Allen Coaching says, what is your favorite type of workout? Walking. And I love it when I can walk with a friend because it takes up one of my huge values is relationships. Yes. And so being able to connect with friends while I'm walking, it just makes the walk go much easier. And you just feel like you're just, you're killing two birds with one stone, basically. So how long, how many miles a day do you walk? And where'd you start? Actually, I started with my husband. We were taking hikes. And this was less than a couple, I want to say about a month or so. It's right. So it's not been that long, but now I'm up to three miles a day, sometimes four. Um, like I did four this morning on the treadmill, but I love to walk outside more than I love yeah. to walk inside on the treadmill. I hate the treadmill, but I found that I can put my laptop up there and watch some of the old TV shows I grew up on. And it seems to go by a little bit faster. So, Okay. So what are some of those TV shows? Uh, right now I'm really watching In the Heat of the Night. I love that show because... Um, okay. Because Carol O'Connor reminds me so much of the cop that my dad was. And so I just love that show. So <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Molly Stillman from Still Being Molly asks, who would you want to sit next to on a 10 plus hour flight? Honestly, Honestly. this is, this is going to blow your mind. There's actually like I'm in the middle seat. Okay. I would love to be sitting beside Michelle Obama. Okay. And George W. Bush, because I know that was going to be a conversation <laughs> for everybody. That will be so much fun because you see their interaction. And yeah. I love how Michelle has just kind of come into her own after, you know, being the first lady. And George W. Bush has always been someone that I just think it's just the funniest thing ever. So, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. I think you might be familiar with this name. I think she's kind of important to you. Nikki Koziark asks, yes. where did you get your passion for helping people specifically in blogging? And that's a funny story because you know, I just did the five one, my one thing um, yes. course with her. And I actually did one in the spring and I honestly say it was God given because when Nikki the very first, when I was doing the spring course, she was saying, okay, what are we going to concentrate on my one thing? And I had this whole list of things. And my main thing was organization. I need to be more organized. Wow. And as people were having conversations and were telling what their one thing was, and Susan actually, who actually commented just a little while earlier said, I want to start a blog. And I'm like, okay, God, there's like four or five people in that whole group <laughs> that they wanted to start a blog. And I'm like, 
okay, God, I get it. I, I need to mentor people. I need to help those women create blogs. And I'm going to give a plug into Susan right now because her blog, Ruth 216 Girl, is amazing. Yes. She just launched it last week, and I absolutely, absolutely love it. That's awesome. And it's beautiful. It is beautiful. I'm so proud of her. And she did not ask or pay for that plug? No, she did not. You know, sometimes, sometimes the best um, referral are those that are unsolicited, and it's just because you simply really appreciate yep. something. And her words are beautiful, and the blog is beautiful. So I know she appreciates you saying that. Melinda Jackson, what is your all-time favorite book? That is hard. You can only pick one. All-time favorite. I have so many that I love. But I will say, hmm, I guess the Velveteen Rabbit, the children's book. Okay. Because, you know, the Velveteen Rabbit wasn't real to begin with, and then he turns real. So I feel like that's a metaphor for my life. Oh, with the different um, changes that have, I've gone through in my life and just coming into my own. That's awesome. That's a great metaphor. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. All right. Marissa from Shabby Chic Cheap. What is a piece of advice you've given to your girls about life? To do it their way. Don't let any but any peer pressure tell them what they can and cannot do, and to to be satisfied with who they are and within themselves, and not sit there and say, "I want to be like somebody else. I want to be like somebody else." March to the beat of your own drum, because honestly, that's the people that stand out and make a difference in the world. The leaders, not the followers. That's awesome. Okay, she has a couple of other questions. What is one guilty pleasure? show you and oh guilty pleasure show you indulge in the real housewives any of them <laughs> right now i'm really into the beverly hills because the drama is all over the place i love the real housewives okay and teddy um ariava melancap ariava is on my vision board to share a stage with her with her one day i mean i already got nikki Koziars for my vision i know you so she's on she's the next one i'm it. Right okay that's awesome. And then she has one more. So Marissa also asked, will we ever get to see each other again? <laughs> Soon as COVID is over. Yes, I wish. I oh, wish I could just hop COVID. in the car. And she lives in Raleigh. So I wish I could just okay. hop in the car and just go up and see her. But unfortunately, a lot of blogger events are not together, are not, you know, they don't have a lot. So that, but yes, absolutely, Marissa. I will make yeah. sure. Um, <laughs> Marissa and Sophia, one of our, my other guests, was actually supposed to come down like last year sometime to see the blog cabin in person, and they still haven't made it. So, Marissa, it's here. You just need to come see it. That's awesome. So, you know, you mentioned COVID. So this kind of is a really good um, question, follow-up to that. Hannah Hardy asks, where do you draw your inner strength from? Friends who believe in you. Mm. And God, honestly. Yeah. 
not surprised by either of those answers from you. Um, just recently, I've really gotten deeper in with God and just like, I enjoy my little walks with him. Like I see, I always say right before I go out for a walk, God, if this is what you want me to do, show me something that's in your beauty, in your nature, even if it's just a piece of birch wood that's on the path in the middle of the path or listening to the water running the babbling brook. Just show me the beauty. Show me that this is the path that you want me on. And he normally does. He normally shows up. I love that. What's been the most surprising way in which he's shown up in that in nature for you? Is there a surprising way? The mama possum with her babies. I was super surprised. Um, my friend Donna and I were walking and we saw a, a thing up ahead and we didn't know what it was. We we're like, what the heck is that? Cause we saw it go across and then we saw it come back across and a little thing behind it. And we're like, what was that? What was that? We thought maybe it was a squirrel or bird. We didn't know what it was. And as we got up closer, we were like, okay, let's look. And we started looking and then we saw the mama with all those babies on her and the, <laughs> the baby that was behind her that was following, it was hanging on to her tail for their life. And it was so, so sweet. We've seen turtles, we've seen deer, we've seen oh, a mama deer and her two babies. It's gorgeous. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. All right. And Chelsea Ferguson from The Gathering Company asks, what is your favorite part of what you do? Meeting people. I'd love now, if you'd asked me a year ago, these chats, I would have said you were crazy. <laughs> I never expected to do anything with the blog cabinet except for write. And I have to give part of the credit to Cammie for this because Cammie Kennedy actually, you know, gave us a challenge to go out and do something live. And I came on yeah. uh, with a friend and we went live and that just, hit a bug in me and I just decided, you know what, I'm looking for it. So, but actually interviewing people that I wouldn't think I would be able to interview. I mean, yeah. I interviewed a couple months ago, a, a dad who wrote a book about his dying daughter and his mm -hmm. daughter dying and how he fulfilled her bucket list that she made for him and him and her to do. Cause she said he was her best friend. And now this book is in the hands of a Hollywood producer right now maybe turn it into a movie interviewing cozy ours who i never would have a million years have would have asked her to even be on the show never in a million years would have guessed that she would be on the show that was like my biggest point there not to say that everybody else i've interviewed hasn't been great because it's been amazing and i've had some amazing guests on of course you're one of the amazing guests lisa but thank you um but honestly, <laughs> i know what you mean yeah, but, you know, it's just been unbelievable to me looking back. I can't even believe I've done this because I never used to want to do this. But now I see it. I'm like, it's my own talk show now. I'm like, I'm having my first live interview coming up this week as a celebration as well. I mean, my friend Hannah is coming in and we're doing a live. That's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. That is so much fun. And all because somebody challenged you to do yep. one thing, step out of your comfort zone, and now look at you. Yep. Pretty amazing. All right, Donna from Kicking It With Keto. Why did you name your children their names? And is there a story for any of the girls' names? Yes. Maddie actually has two middle names. Um, 
when she was, when I was pregnant with her, we found out she was a girl. We had decided we were going to go Madeline Marie because Marie hey. is my mother-in-law's name or Maria. But then my sister, Karen, the day that we found out that she was a girl was put on a uh, respirator because she had um, cancer. She had tumors over 95% of her body. And couldn't mm -hmm. breathe. I mean, just Karen was my best friend growing up. I still miss her deeply to this day. She's been gone 25 years. Um, she, I knew that if I named my daughter Karen, that it would cause a lot of problems with my mom and dad, you know, for having them to remember, you know, the name Karen over and over and over again. So I decided to honor my sister with um, Madeline Karen Marie. And so she has two middle names. And when she got married, she ended up keeping all the names and hyphenated yes. her last name. So she's she's going for the longest she got name. Them all. <laughs> now, Michaela was a name that I actually liked when I was pregnant with Maddie. And Raul's like, no, I don't like that name. Well, I got my way that time. And her middle name, Rose, was a name that my sister Karen had always wanted to name uh, her little girl, Brittany Rose. And so that became Michaela Rose. And then Gracie is actually Graciela. And her middle name is Anne, which is my middle name. And I'm named after my Aunt Bev. Her middle name was Anna and my Aunt Jane on my mom and my dad's side. So that's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's fun to have stories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's something fun, too. You've interviewed the girls. Yes, I did. On this show, too. And that was that was a lot of fun because we got to see some inside stuff there. And they asked you pretty candid questions. Mm -hmm. That's one of the, the really cool things about Chats from the Blog Cabin, too, is there's a lot of transparency. Very transparent. And yeah. I honestly was kind of cringing a little bit because with my <laughs> little daughter, Michaela, you never know what's going to come out of her mouth. And so I was like, okay, please don't let her. Well, let's just say she has a sailor mouth sometimes, but I love her to death. And she has of such course. a great heart. That I was like, please don't let her drop an F bomb in here, you know? But she was great. She was amazing. And all three of them were like really, I really had to bribe them to get them to do it. But it was a great show. I watched that one. It was yeah. very, very good. Because yeah. you, yeah, you never know what your kids might say. I never know. All right. Nicole J. Phillips from the Kindness Podcast asks How has your relationship with your husband changed your view on other races? Honestly, I think it's given me more of a empathetic, if that's the right word, view on ra other races. Because mm -hmm. when I first met my husband, I didn't see, because he's from Mexico, I didn't see he was from Mexico. I just thought, ooh, he's a cute guy. I, I need to find out. <laughs> I need to meet him. But with first time we ever went to Mexico, I realized just where he came from. And it being, he was from a very poor community they're very rural they at that one point in time they didn't have running water in the house and they didn't have you know, like the inside bathrooms or anything like that and i remember the first time we went to his sister's house to have carnitas which i love carnitas now but i couldn't eat them that day because they had the entrails of the pig they had killed on the um the clothesline hanging up and i'm like i can't eat this and then there was a niece and nephew that I love mole. Mole is one of my favorite Mexican dishes of all time. And I don't they, know what that is. It's um 
it's like a chocolate sauce but it's not really chocolate it's really spicy it's like a red sauce and you put it over rice and chicken and the chicken is so good but they had killed the chicken that day and killed two chickens that day in the yard and had left the heads in the yard so i had a niece and a nephew pick up the chicken heads and start having a chicken fight <laughs> oh no <laughs> you know this is the fun thing you never know where a conversation is going to go on chats in the blog cabin either right exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right tamra from lights camera family would love to know more about what it's like to marry a different culture than yourself it is fun, <laughs> confusing, strange, but also eye-opening. Mm. Even now to the day, we talk about things that, like, some of our slang words, he thinks it's one thing. Like, when we say, oh, we're tired, he makes a joke, well, I'm the wheel. He's tired, we're tired and the wheel of the wheel. Or, um, or like when I'm saying, I'm trying to tell you something. He's like, don't try to tell me, just tell me. And I'm like, I am telling you something. <laughs> Gotta be Yoda. There is no try. There is just do. <laughs> That's right. That's awesome. Casey wants to know, what's your favorite thing to craft? Honestly, I've kind of gotten away from that, but I love anything creative. I love, like, just this past weekend, I went away with some girlfriends who, I mean, honestly, they have been amazing. All three of them have been, all four of them, I, I should say, because I forgot Hannah was in with us, um, have been on the show. Um, we painted, we did charcuterie boards, we did flower arrangements. I even told you earlier that we st I stole your smile file thing, and we just had a lot of so I think my favorite time, my favorite thing to craft is anything that I do with girlfriends because awesome. it combines a lot of things together. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. She also asks, besides the passing of your sister, what's the hardest thing you've had to overcome? 2014 <laughs> year I had to overcome the whole year. And people, I always say that even though you think you're going through something, that's when you realize God's with you. It happened um, 2014 in January. I got a call. I was actually teaching at the elementary school and I got a call from the middle school saying that my daughter, the youngest Gracie had had a seizure and she needed to be picked up. Never had seizures before. And Sandy, who had actually asked the question earlier, the North Carolina author, she was actually had the great distinction of being the teacher and she had the seizure in her class and so that started out a whole kind of um couple of months of doctor's appointments at one point there was something showing up on the mri we didn't know if it was a brain tumor we didn't know what was going on with her um so i had to take a leave of absence because they said you know she's getting so tired because she's still having seizures they don't know what's and we couldn't quite get into the neurologist yet because you know daughter's appointments for a specialist are like backed up forever. Sure. And so I took a leave of absence because her half days and my half days didn't line up. So I stayed home with her. And finally we got the diagnosis. She had um, complex partial epilepsy, which is just like seizures and everything. So we was able to keep that under control. But right before I was to go back to work after spring break, we got in a car accident. 
my daughter was driving my daughter maddie was driving it was during easter we were going on easter break and a guy the light had just turned from red to green and the guy behind us thought oh it's green he's gonna hit us i mean he's gonna go through and he hit us and we ran into the other car luckily none of the girls got hurt i got hurt so i was out had surgery in august for my um shoulder and then when I finally decided I was going to go back to teaching, my dad, who was like my biggest hero to anybody that knows me, knows my dad is my, loves my hero. He still is. Um, he had been battling non-Hodgkin's lymphoma since 1996, 97, 98 era. And it had turned into simple lymphatic leukemia that summer because he was exposed to Agent Orange in Vietnam. And he ended up going into hospice the... December 22nd and he died January 5th of the following year. But my biggest thing I considered, I lost my dad right after Christmas because at that point he was non communicative. But my favorite memory of my dad right before he died was we were all going in Christmas morning. We had all picked out a present where we we're going to open. Basically it was my, the presents that my mom and dad were going to give everybody, you know, and we got in there and we opened them up and my dad was looking around. There's five grandchildren. My sister has two boys. I have three girls and there's no more. And he's looking around and looking around and he's like, so what did Allie get? Allie is my dog. <laughs> and a little spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, oh, she got cheese because we had actually forgotten to get her a present that year. And my nephew Mason said, Grampy, is Allie your favorite grandchild? And my dad said, yep. <laughs> No back talking, right? No back talking. It was all Allie. And that day, oh, she that's hilarious. And normally she's all over the place, but she sat very calmly next to him. Bed in hospice. That's so awesome. Yep. All right. So you really are quite the overcomer, my friend. And that's part of why you are so good at conducting the interviews because mm -hmm. you've been through some stuff. And because of that gift of empathy that you have, that you get to share with your guests, that you just simply listen mm -hmm. for what they have to say, and then you share your heart in the questions and things that you ask. Yeah, I'm, an Instagram too, so I'm the giver, the helper, so. Yep, that's awesome. Okay, Kelly from Kelly Kane Creative. What is the one thing that can instantly make your day better? If you ask me different days, it's different things. If you'd asked me before I started exercising, I would have said something totally different. But honestly, I think getting up and moving any kind of movement is so much better. Um, being by the water, anytime I can get by the water. And of course, Allie, my dog. I mean, come on. She's such a cutie. You saw her earlier. on. I did. She's we so were chatting cute. right before we came on. And she's yeah. part of the block brand. So, yeah. She is. <laughs> She has her own title, doesn't she? She's full run shit. She has her own column on the that, blog. That's, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. All right. Sophia from Sophia. I'm going to say Lujan. I apologize if that is wrong. Styling. How did you and your husband meet each other? We kind of already talked about that a little bit, yeah, too, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Angela from Audaciously African. How did you start blogging? We already answered that one. Caitlin, Catlin, 
Is that right, Caitlin? Caitlin. It is Caitlin. Caitlin. Okay, from McFadden Studio. I want to know what made you decide to start your blog in the beginning. You already answered that. Uh, Lucy Brummett asks, what were you like in high school? The nerd. I'm honestly, I wasn't very well liked, even though people now I'm, I'm friends with people that I'm in high school with then, but I wasn't considered the popular. I mean, I went as far as asking a Duke basketball player to prom. I can't believe I'm just telling you this. Asking a Duke basketball player to prom. I mean, really, because I was so infatuated with him. So Danny Ferry, if you're watching right now, I was a big Danny Ferry fan. Um, that was, I'm dating myself because I was like back in the 80s. But yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so a nerd. Yep. Love it. Stephanie from Restored for Mom says, "How this is a great one. I like this too. How do you get content for your blog ideas? Some are devotionals. Um, sometimes devotionals when I'm, I'm reading a book, an idea comes across and there's a question that I'm like, you know what? That's a good blog idea. Sometimes it's people's social media status. Like um, when I had Brooke on from um, the co for the co COVID during pregnancy, it was all about a status that she wrote. And I said, like, I messaged her and I was like, hey, do you want to come on and chat about this? Because I would love to know about it. Um, honestly, magazines, sometimes you can see a title and maybe not take word for, you know, just take the title and just run with it. Because honestly, I have a lot of stuff like that that I do. Like I take a title like people had seven things I'm wild about right now. That's normally one of their columns. And I'm like seven things that are inspiring me right now. See a little twist. So you twisted it. I like that. That's awesome. All right. We're down to the last three. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Okay. And then I think I'm going to pull a couple of cards. How are we on time? Oh, we're, we're good. We're great. Okay. Kenton and Habiba. Uh-oh. You ready? What are you most self-conscious about in front of other people? That one is something that I think has kept me behind a lot. Um, basically this right here. I don't say a lot about it, but some things were said to me when I was a child that made me feel like I wasn't worthy of stuff. So I just didn't feel like I needed to be able to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I didn't think I deserved to be looked after and cared for. And mm -hmm. sometimes I still feel like that. It's a work in progress. I think we're all like that. We all have our inner struggles and our inner things that we work with and work mm -hmm. through. But, you know, it's just, I actually had this conversation with my friend Emily yesterday on our way back from the beach. And we were talking about, you know, being told that you weren't pretty and that nobody would ever call you pretty and being told by a family member that about this, someone that you admire and respect and it's hard. And she's like, you just got to realize it's their hang up, not your hang up. Right. But yeah, that's the one thing I regret right now. Okay. So that's a great question, but her other one, this is kind of fun. You ready? Is sex still important to you? Yes and no. <laughs> you got to understand. All right, we want to know both sides of this now, right? You got to understand, first of all, my husband is Latino. Yeah. So it's not, 
how do I say this without embarrassing my girls? It's uh -oh. not. Let's just say he doesn't get it as much as he wants it. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure even Latino is a problem there. I think it might be just general. <laughs> no, no, it's Latino. Um, okay. It's Latino. Okay. <laughs> Leave it there, okay? Okay. Joanna Kim Kim Kim. What is one thing you want to do that no one would expect from you? Get a tattoo. Well, you should come visit me then. Because my son-in-law has his own tattoo shop and he's very good. But I'm scared of needles. <laughs> I have this very strange response to needles that I pass out within five minutes. I mean, oh, no. I could be at the daughter's office. This tells you how bad my thing is with needles. When my shoulder had to get operated on, the huh? doctor before that was trying not to do surgery, and he gave me a cortisone shot in my mm. arm. And I was okay, went out to go check out, and I looked at my husband, I got to go lay down. Because literally, I knew I was about to pass out. I would rather have the surgery <laughs> than have a needle. I would rather that tells you how bad I react to needles. That's insane. You're going to have a tough time getting a tattoo, my friend. And yet, that's one of the things I wanted. I always envisioned my girl's initials with the infinity sign. That's beautiful. Yeah. That is beautiful. Well, I know that someone will hook you up with that whenever you're ready. Okay. So you can come visit me. Or, of course, I'm sure there are places in North Carolina that are reputable and good at that, too. But, you know, it's a great excuse for you to come and visit. We have a spare bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> Let's travel 16 hours to do it, too. Because, I mean, why not, right? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Okay. And just FYI, I know he does beautiful work, but I also have no tattoos because same thing. Like it's pain on purpose. It's going to hurt. I don't, I don't like that. My daughter would love for me to get a tattoo with her. Okay. This is the last question from those who have been on the show. And remember there are 50 people. We've had 50 people on here. And I love this question. It just happens to be the last one. And I think it's so fitting Nicole from The Doctorette, if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would it be? Honestly, step out of your comfort zone. Get out of your own head and just do it. Because yeah. if I had done that years ago, who knows where I had been right now? Who yeah. Knows? I love that. What a great way to end this celebration. So I have these random cards. You want to hear some or go for it? Or should we wrap up? Yeah, your game? Yeah, go for it. All right. All right. So I'm not going to pre-pick them. I'm just going to draw one. Okay. And this one says, oh, what do you do too much? What do you spend too much time doing? Working. Ah, but your work is also your passion. So it doesn't always feel like work, correct? Mm -hmm. All right. 
What makes you feel loved? People wanting to spend time with me. Because honestly, that's my biggest love language. Yeah. Just spending quality time with me, doing things with me. Yes, my husband, the other love language goes back to the question that Kenton and Aviva asked. <laughs> 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 that's his love language, but not mine. <laughs> mine is actually going and, you know, just even if it's just taking a walk with me or going yes. someplace to a trip or something like that. That's awesome. We'll just do two more. Okay. What can you do that you could not do a year ago? Get in front of a camera and talk live. <laughs> Hello. All right. That was a gimme. We might have to do two more. All right. Uh, oh, what are you working towards that you could use help with? What am I working I have launched the chats from the blog cabin to as a podcast. And I would love people to go on Spotify or iTunes and listen to those. I mean, it's chats from the blog cabin. It's the same interviews that we have live. Yeah. But sometimes it's better. People can listen to them in their cars because they can't, really can't sit down and do a Facebook live and watch it right. for an hour. But or 30 minutes, depending on how long the lives are. But to subscribe and to really leave me reviews. To listen and leave reviews. Yes. All right, last one, I think. This is a perfect one to end on. How are you making a difference in the world, Melissa? By using my platform for tough topics. Ah. That people don't want to talk about, but they're necessary conversations that we need to have. I think the biggest one I was really, really nervous about was the woman in race panel. On, on race, not in race. Um, and that was probably one of my favorite ones ever. Behind mm -hmm. the scenes is my executive producer, assistant, whatever you want to call it, helping. Um, but that that show showed me that people out there want to listen and that everybody has an opinion and everybody, if we sit down and have intelligent conversations with each other, and actually open up our ears and listen to what everybody else is saying yes. instead of being stuck in our own head and being stuck with our opinions. It made me follow up and want to do a man and race um, panel, which was amazing. Was. Uh, which never would have thought some of the things that had happened. And I, I definitely want to do follow-ups with all those people. I think especially since now is what's happened. Maybe I'll look in October of following up and seeing what they've done, what I've done yeah. and what we all can do still together. I mean, I did follow up. Ashley has been on after that show because she told me later, she's like, I don't feel like I said everything I wanted to say. I said, well then come on, come and, on, back. Back on and we'll chat. And we had a really great chat. Even I re even reached out to, I would say this is my second, probably favorite guest because this is a person that when I started this blog cabin, I had people um, in bed uh, send me letters or people came by and wrote before the walls were closed up. And this person sent me a letter as a soccer player. That was basically when I really started stepping out of my comfort zone. And he, he was very gracious, very, um, 
he has a lot going on. He just became a new dad, so he did. His wife did have her baby, but he was gracious enough to send a letter, and for him to actually come on, and he came on because he has an organization called Playing for Pride, which is mm -hmm. all about um, raising awareness for LGBTQ plus. <laughs> I had to sit there and do it with my hand to make sure because I yeah, didn't anybody out. Um, they were raising money for the awareness and for their help and everything like that. And he was saying that he got his inspiration from his parents and he has a, a gay older brother and just seeing what his brother has gone through. He said, that's not the whole sole purpose, but he feels like he can kind of connect with people that way. But the fact that he sat there, the huge compliment was because he knew me before the blog even got really big. And he said, to see how far your blog has come and to watch it grow has been amazing. And to me, that was like validation that I'm doing what I'm supposed to and that people are seeing it and that people are watching. And before, if you'd asked me, like my daughter, Michaela had said, like I'm getting teary eyed thinking about this, that when I think you asked the question, um, about what did they learn from me and what did they learn from their dad? Wasn't that your question on that? Yes, it was. And they said, learning from me is how you can build something from nothing. And how, like Michaela said, for the longest time I had five followers. And now look where I'm at doing live shows. And they're what they watch every once in a while. They can't always catch it, no. but watch the replays. Of course. Um, but still, just the, the validation of having them on and it, I'm trying to see if my husband will come on. I don't know what will come out of his mouth though. I don't know how many. That was, that was one of the questions I wrote down as you were talking about him. When do we have a live show? Yeah. I don't know if he will come on. I, 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 heaven only knows. And heaven knows how many beers he has because he works long hours. So some things that come out of his mouth. Some days he's super like, and the other days you're like, no, uh, uh, you just walk out the room. You're like, no, 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 you know, but yeah, but definitely I would love to have him come on. So people, well, again, you've, you've grown so much in just these 50 episodes. Mm -hmm. I think it's amazing. We love you that you're transparent, that you're so down to earth. Um, you know, not everybody would have answered all of those questions that I just asked you. But have side, sidestepped some of those, but you didn't because you're real, Melissa. And that's what we love about it. And we can't wait to see who else you're going to have on. And from all of those people that you had on the race relations panels, that's like what, 10 to 12 more episodes right there. Mm -hmm. Just with those folks. Um, and so much good I'm following many of them on social media now because they just have amazing things to say, as do most of your guests, all of your guests. And what if somebody wants to be interviewed? What if somebody wants to be? They want to be interviewed? Uh-huh. Just contact me. Um, go on the Facebook page and Ventures with Frugal Mom and contact me there if they want to be interviewed. You can always go to Instagram. Frugal Mom, our chats in the blog cabin. That's the only separate social media I have because I okay. feel like that's chats for the blog cabin is under the Adventures of Frugal Mom brand. But I feel like sometimes 
the chats got hidden so i'd like to highlight the chats as well yeah um so that's why i created a separate social media or they could um email me at adventures of frugal mom at gmail.com awesome and as someone who's sitting here in springfield illinois you don't have to be local right i mean in this format in this medium you can be from anywhere and Melissa will be happy to talk to you. She didn't ask me to ask that or to say that. I'm just telling you, it's a great platform. And I can't wait to see how you continue to grow. I'm really proud of you. And I'm honored that you allowed me to be the one to ask you all the crazy questions today. Thank you. Well, you were, congratulations. You were, the, ones, you were the one of the ones that started in the challenge. I mean, you were in the group with me. It was you, me, and uh, what, Alyssa? And Alyssa. there was a few more because it was like, like a five-day free challenge before she launched the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So a few more in there, so. Yep. So it's only fitting that someone that I began with would, I would have you on to do it. Plus two, I knew that you were going to ask me some unexpected questions because <laughs> the whole conversation right before you went on about are you going to give me the questions beforehand and no way jose i'm like (laughs) no because i don't do questions that's one thing that i think everybody should know i don't do questions at all i mean it's a pure chat it's a pure conversation yeah i may have talking points on my this is a talking point from when i have for next thursday but i may have them taped to my computer but i just let the conversation flow freely and that's i think it's very important and that's the way we like it just a chat and the chats from the blog cabin is where you should be listening and participating because you can also ask questions during the show yes um kate kelly says you're the best i know susan a minute ago said um she loved you and she just said super proud of you too so just keep doing what you're doing keep using the gifts that god gave you and keep sharing your story and the stories of others and Susan, Susan and Kate, since you commented, send me an email. I have a prize for both of you. So send me an email or send me an instant uh, a link, a message on my Facebook page. I have a prize for both of you guys. Awesome. Prizes are so fun. Yes, they are. All right. Any last minute before we close? We've done a little over an hour. I think that's pretty good. I think it's pretty good. Thank you, Lisa, for you're uh, welcome. Doing this with me, my I pleasure. Immediately, I thought of you. I'm like, why would I not have someone who's been there at the very beginning to be there now for the future? Well, years? it's my pleasure, and I can't wait till we do the hundred. Who knows? I may have Raul, and we may be asking questions <laughs> to Raul and myself. Oh, I like it, but I don't I know. Like if it. I might have to get him a little We could just have a special episode with the two of you. Yeah, I might have to get him a little bit tipsy for that one. (laughs) (laughs) You're so funny. (laughs) The girls now are going, oh, mom. (laughs) Well, I think if the sex question hadn't turned them off yet. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) All right. Let's close for tonight, and we'll see you on the next chat from the blog Cabot. Bye, guys. Good night. Wow, y'all. 50 episodes. Can you believe it? I want to thank you guys for supporting me and for tuning in and for being part of this podcast family and just basically being awesome. 
I want to congratulate Kate and Susan who tuned into the Facebook live videos. Um, not video, but show. And they actually got a prize because they commented and interacted with the content. If you ever want to win a prize, check out Facebook Lives Adventures of Frugal Mom on Mondays and Wednesdays. Normally they're at one, but sometimes they're special editions. And just comment, interact. You may end up winning a prize that day. You never know. I really want to thank you for the support. And if there's any topics that you would love to hear about or you want me to talk about, just let me know. I have a lot of cool things planned um, for the rest of the month. I have um, ending it with a mental health panel on mental health. There's a lot of different things going on in the background and the scenes. And it's going to be a pretty awesome September. October, November, and December. And I know craziness of the holidays, so I think I may come in and do some holiday tips for you as well. So just tune in. And I, as always, I want to thank you for being part of the of the Chats in the Blog Cabin family and for just listening and for all your support and love. I really appreciate it. And here's to 50 more episodes. And you know what I need you to do right now? That's right. I need you to start chatting with each other. Hey y'all, if you know me in real life, you know that what you see is what you get. I'm pretty authentic. But you'll also hear me say how much I love supporting worthwhile causes and people. I feel like support, that's basically where you put your money, is the most powerful tool that the internet has to offer. And it gives you a voice to your dollars. The cool folks at Anchor have made a way for you to support your favorite podcasts, such as Chats from the Blog Cabin. If you're in the U.S., you can visit my podcast profile on desktop or mobile browser to give a little monetary support each month. Whatever you can afford, basically. If you do want to donate, it will be greatly appreciated. So go to my page, Chats from the Blog Cabin. You can find my page at anchor.fm backslash Chats from the Blog Cabin. I'll do my best to pay it forward through content and giving back.